Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the PlayStation Report. I am Frank, and joining me is Tyler. Tyler, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. Yeah. Could have been, been better, but doing all right. Got, Got hit yeah. with some sort of, I don't even know, some sort of illness. Um, you, got, you got down on, with the sickness? Yeah, on Friday specifically, uh, I went to work. I'm like, I don't really feel that good. Uh, or, or I mostly, or let me back up. I had a headache. Like as soon as I woke up, went to work. I'm like, you know, I, otherwise I feel fine. Just have a headache. Sitting in this meeting that was like from like 9 to like, Almost 11. And I'm like, ah, I'm not feeling too hot. Like, my stomach started to not feel good. My headache got worse. And uh, I don't know what the fuck happened. It was Then Then I was just like, I tried to eat um, lunch. And it was like one of those things where you're like kind of eating. And you're, you're like, I don't think I might be able to hold this down. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> um, and then I, I literally just texted my boss and said, fuck it, I'm, I need to go home. And so I went home and just slept for like two and a half hours and totally felt not a hundred percent, but felt way better after that felt better since I have no idea what that was, but it was, mm. it was awful. It was just totally awful. Felt so low energy too. Like it was just bad. Feeling good now though. Good, 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 because uh, we do have, I mean, we have a lot of stuff to get through. It's been a little bit since we've recorded. We've played some, I I hope you've played some video games, because I've played video games, and I want to talk about the games I've played, and I think we played some of the same stuff. We might have, yeah, yeah. Uh, So do you want to get right into it? Sure. Let's do this. Let's talk about The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. It's a fantastic fucking video game, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm only like an hour and a half in is all I had time to play, but in that hour and a half I'm like, yeah, this is this is good. Not I know like I've barely seen this game basically at this point, yeah. but it just, you know, it gave me the feels of like why I love Breath of the Wild and it's been years obviously. It's Breath of the Wild came out, and I played that game. So just kind of being back in this world, doing, you know, I, basically I have the alter hand ability is what you kind of start off with, but just figuring out even small little things so far, I I, I just got the excitement, and I can't wait to, uh, to see more of it. Um, I thought the beginning was interesting, except the first, like, five minutes was fucking annoying. Where you're like just walking in this cave and Zelda just stops you every three seconds. I'm like, oh my god, please stop. Um, what, but don't then you just, don't don't you want to hang out with your girlfriend there? Huh? <laughs> sure, but huh? like, you, but do like, you not appreciate quality time. <laughs> I I appreciate the quality time, but can't she just say it and I can still like move around? Like, why do I have to literally stop? Um, but what happens right afterwards to set up the story and the world and everything was very cool and. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of all I have to say about it, only being, unfortunately, an hour and a half in, but I I cannot wait to play it. I was going to play it the other day, um, and my, I forgot to charge my Switch, because... 
Yeah, I have. Yeah, I have a a switch. I got a couple months after launch, so it's basically a launch model. And I just feel like this thing dies in like an hour and a half, in two hours, and it sucks. Um, And I don't have a great way to to hook it up to my TV. So I honestly, because they're not putting out a switch for another year or so, I might go get an OLED for this game. OLED, baby. Yeah. I, I I think the screen could be worth it, but you know, seeing that the battery life on the OLED is like four and a half to I think it was either it was either seven or nine hours. I want to say seven hours. Either way, that is so much better than what I have now that it would one hundred percent be worth it, even if Nintendo puts out another Switch next year. Because I also just have so many other games I want to play on the Switch. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see on that. But uh, yeah, that that just sucked. Um, so I'll get to what, what else I played then, but yeah, what do you, uh, what do you make of Tears of the Kingdom? How far are you into this game? Um, so I've probably played about 10 hours. Um, I've done my, I've done my first, uh, uh, I've done the Wind Temple. Um, so yeah, that, that boss fight was a little bit frustrating, but once I realized, oh shit, this is so much easier if I just like fuse this item to my arrows and it's it's a homing arrow it's i I banged my head up against that boss for way too long not Mm. realizing that i had the tools to make it easy (laughs) Uh, so yeah um this game makes me feel good like it makes my brain feel good all the puzzle solving and all this that stuff like that similar feeling i had in uh, breath of the wild like just the, the the different shrines, like all the different puzzles they have you do, utilizing your tools and just you know, helping you kind of like discover new ways to use your tool set, and then taking that into the game world. Um, it it really does feel good, and uh, I'm I'm having a lot of fun making some weird stuff uh, <laughs> and uh, using my powers in ways that might not be considered conventional. So yeah. <laughs> I think that's what's so cool about this game, just hearing other people play it and seeing some clips and stuff, is it just seems like there are so many ways to solve so many puzzles. And it's crazy that Nintendo pulled this off in an open world where there's so many different ways to solve puzzles or getting to to a different place or whatever, and yet it's still feeling like handcrafted, it feels intentional. I don't know that like just wrapping my mind around that um, that design just is is mind boggling to me how they pulled that off and I, yeah that's awesome that's awesome that you're doing that yeah and I I, I want to like I am so happy that Nintendo is fine with people playing this game however they want to play it like so many of so many times where like they probably had a solution in mind. Um, you can just do it like a really, a really silly way. Um, one example is, hey, there's a gap. There's probably a way to help you like get higher and glide over the gap or do something to get across. But uh, you always have the option of chopping down some trees and making a very long bridge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the long bridge is always an option, um, and like it's super cool that they don't limit. Well, at least I haven't run into any limits on how many things you can fuse together um, trying to make that long bridge. So, yeah, it's it's really cool. Yeah. It's also just insane that, it. I mean, 
Breath of the Wild is one of the best games ever made to me. Very influential. And that they delivered a follow-up that is just as good, if not better. I've seen a lot of people say this game's better than Breath of the Wild because of the you know, abilities, the creativity, the true freedom, the amount of stuff to do, you know, that's just nuts. I mean, that's yeah, just, just fucking nuts to me. Just the pure, like, idea that they have these physics-based machines that you can put together and make all this different weird shit. Mm-hmm. It's just fucking amazing. Like, who would have thought that in The Legend of Zelda, you would be making a bomber jet? <laughs> or a yeah. fucking tank? Like... This shit is, and I saw one thing where it was like they made like a combination attack helicopter slash ground drone that wiped out a, a Bokoblin base. It was, it's just ridiculous what people are able to do with these <laughs> tools, and that Nintendo created a system where those tools could be made. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just it's nuts. Yeah, so I imagine I'm going to be playing this game for maybe definitely the rest of this year or probably into next year. I'm not sure mm-hmm. when I'll finish it or if I'll finish it, um, but I'll keep playing it because there's so many cool things to discover. Yeah, that, 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 that's, I feel the same way. I'm like, I'm going to be playing this game forever. I almost feel overwhelmed to do that right now, too. Like, You're not oh no, even d- off that sky island, are you? no i'm not and that's the thing like just knowing how big this game is but then also you know recently i've just been playing a lot of more straightforward single player games i'm like ooh, like holy smokes this is going to be like at least 80 hours you know maybe more who knows but it it just seems overwhelming but i am like i just want to play it you know even just after that hour and a half i'm like yep yep this is gonna be good Uh, I don't. I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll probably wrap back around to uh, Tears of the Kingdom later on when we both played some more. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll get back to that. Uh, you mentioned single player games. Uh, the other game that I've played a little bit more of is Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Have you uh, been playing this? Not yet. No. Oh no. fuck! Unfortunately, not. No. Uh... Yeah. So, how how you how you feeling? How is it? I am feeling a little bit frustrated. Oh, just a little bit. Oh. I enjoy this game. I enjoy playing this game. I do not enjoy navigating through this game mm. because the map is still trash as it has been. Um. Their navigational aids, like the little dotted line they try to put on the map to show you where to go, it's fucking busted. It doesn't help. Um, it's, and I understand why they do it, but the way that they've decided to make all the climbable objects and railings and all that stuff blend in with the environment rather than stand out, super frustrating because sometimes you just don't know that you can go somewhere. And you're fucking dicking around for an hour, and then you realize, oh shit, I can just drop under this railing and climb through. Um, really frustrating. I w- like I appreciate that they're trying to make this stuff blend into the environment, but give me a button to you know, to 
highlight the stuff. Like, just give me a ping button to highlight all the climbable stuff if you're going mm -hmm. to do that. Like, it's just super frustrating to walk around an environment and then realize that, oh, the solution was right the fuck in front of me and I can't see it. it yeah. I just, yeah. I hate that. Yeah. Because I've, that... I've wasted, I want to say I've wasted about a third of my time playing this game trying to figure out where I'm supposed to go. Ugh. Yeah, that is frustrating. I feel like that's one thing that um, Forbidden West does really well. Of some things do like literally stand out, like it's yellow or a yellow ledge or something. But certain things, if you ping um, to to see, you know what's around you, uh, it'll just kind of like highlight stuff with like little dots, basically that says like, "Hey, you can climb this," even though it doesn't look like you can. So, yeah, that that is frustrating that they're that that is the case in this game. And it's also frustrating to hear you say that the map sucks because the map sucked in the first game and I would have thought they would have fucking fixed that in the second game. <laughs> no, it still fucking sucks, man. Ugh. I, I get it. Sometimes, like, they're trying to do something with, like, this three-dimensional map sort of model thing, but it just doesn't work, especially with their navigational aids. Like, that's the most frustrating thing is that I was going without the navigational aids to start because I'm like, you know, I just want to explore a little bit. But when I want to get to the next objective, like, I turn that navigational aid on, and it just fucking leads me to the wrong fucking place. Mm. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, I spent, like, I spent a good half hour on uh, the planet Jetta, um, just climbing, like, figuring out how I'm supposed to climb around to this, this place, and it, because the navigational aid was sending me there... And it wasn't even a place I was supposed to be. Like it was this um, this um, forced terror or something. It's one of the one of the things you can one of the uh, side things you can do. These forced tears. Um, so I get get to that and like okay, I do that. Now what? And like it just doesn't update the navigational lead. Like it wasn't sending me to the main objective because I was standing in a certain place. It was just I don't know, man. It's there are. It is just very clunky, and um, I, I expected better, honestly. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's a bummer. Story good so far? Or? Um, I don't know. I don't know mm. if the story is good. <laughs> I'm not. I don't think I'm far enough in to make that judgment call. God, yeah. It, it just. It seems like they're doing a very, uh, I, I don't know, it just doesn't seem like a main, like, it. obviously it's not like a mainline, it's not going to tie into like mainline Star Wars stuff, but it seems like so far out of the way that it almost seems unrelated to the Star Wars world a little bit in, in a way. Like, it's like, it's about this fallen Jedi that you're chasing around a little bit. At least that the part I'm at, and um, it's yeah. They they try to do like flashbacks to the High Republic era and all that stuff. It's I don't know. It just seems it seems a little disjointed for when this story takes place. Um, but I don't know. Maybe maybe it all wrapped together. I mean, there are suggestions of what what they're going to do with this story, but I I have to play more to to find out if it it even makes sense. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those are the two games I've been playing. 
Zelda, and Star Wars. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I'm hoping to start Star Wars soonish. Um, so yeah, the only other thing I played, <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, uh, everything I'm playing is not even on PlayStation, but uh, Hi-Fi Rush. Um, kind of plowed through that game. Uh, I am over halfway through it and only have a couple levels left. Um, I absolutely fucking love this game. It is, I don't know, it, it's so fun to play. Um, I love that there's at least something new or unique that happens in every mission or that they teach you as, you know, to, like, expand your arsenal, basically, and what you can do. Um, or there's a new interesting character that they throw in. It just seems like they're constantly evolving stuff throughout this game, and, and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Uh, I just finished a, a mission that had a very cool boss fight that was literally just timing-based. Um, so it wasn't, you know, like your traditional combat that also has the timing to it, but it was like literally just timing and parrying and, uh, it was, it was really fun. Um, loved it. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm really loving this game, uh, a lot. It, the one thing I'll say though, is it gives me with its combat, like Kingdom Hearts feels in ways Except, like, the camera doesn't move fast enough. And maybe I... I haven't looked into settings. Maybe I can improve that. Um, I just feel like the camera is so slow to turn it. Um, so I gotta look into that. But, yeah, it's it's cool. And, like, all the upgrades. Like, I'm getting a lot of these, like, chips. And you can invest into them. And all the little secrets you can find. It's, it's awesome. Uh, there's also some, like, really cool... You know, you're fighting pretty much, like, these robots... Um, but these robots, they keep adding like more and more to them to where they have big shields and you got to break them somehow. Like not only, and you got to use multiple different characters that join you along the way to help break those shields. But then there's kind of these like samurai robots that you can finish them off in a really cool way. If you parry all their attacks and stuff, it's, it's sick. I, I, I love this game. I can't. I, I just can't believe this is Tango Gameworks, like, just coming off of Ghostwire, and I hope Microsoft is signing them up to be like, please just make a sequel to this game immediately and make it bigger and better. Um, like, not that it's a bad game, it's it's a great game, but there's just so much potential here, it's, it's awesome, I love it. Yeah, yeah. I, I need to get back to it, uh... I kind of dropped off. I don't know why. I guess other games just came out, but yeah, I need to get yeah. back to Hi-Fi Rush. It's, right. It was a very groovy game that I played it in. Like I, I like the aesthetic. I like the their music choices. It's yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, and I think the biggest surprise to me is just how well it evolves uh, as I'm playing it now. You know, a couple solid you know i am yeah like i said i'm over halfway through and i just yeah i think it's evolving in a really great way which is good yeah all right it's time to get into the news which we have a lot so uh let's get started here um we have news that news is about to come (laughs) for us uh there's a playstation showcase coming this week uh may 24th uh, 1 p.m. Pacific time. Um, that's 4 o'clock Eastern if, for, for all yep. of you out there. Um, it's it's going to run an hour long, and uh, 
they say I mean they're gonna they're gonna have PlayStation 5 PSVR 2 games uh, they're gonna have some third parties some indie games some first party games will we find out anything new I don't know uh, I'm sure we will <laughs> hopefully I mean we have to what we if we to. don't see anything new and the only first party stuff we see is the fucking Wolverine game uh, <laughs> and uh, I don't know maybe maybe the new thing we'll see is the thing we already know is that Naughty Dog's uh, making a multiplayer Last of Us thing mm-hmm. <laughs> and those are the only new thing like those are the only first party things we see I don't know um, <laughs> But yeah, this is them, I guess this is, what, this is them jumping the gun on all the Summer Games Fest stuff? They're they're going early? Definitely. Um, because, I, I mean, I don't, I don't anticipate another one coming within two weeks of this, so. No. I think, too, the, the timing's quite interesting, just because, man, I just, I, I feel like, just from a competition standpoint, they could really, be, like, kick Microsoft while they're down right now. <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, there's just there's so much possibility, and I, I feel like yeah, I just feel like we should be exciting, excited, and we should expect a lot out of this. It's a PlayStation showcase; it's not a state of play, and this is their first one since like September of 2021 or something like that. Like it's been almost two years, um, so and there's just a lot that has been rooming a rumor yeah well i can't speak a lot of rumors out there um a lot of teams that are have been quiet for a really long time um and yeah all we really know is spider-man 2 and wolverine i think those two are are given to be there um especially getting a date for spider-man 2 i'm really really excited to see those but yeah i mean i think this last of us multiplayer game is going to be there i think this Uncharted game's going to be there, whatever that is, because of that one commercial that Sony put out, everything there was either announced, coming soon, or already released, except this weird... There's two different clips in there of what seems like an Uncharted game. Um, Mm. So why would that be in there? It just seems deliberate, and Sony's not that type of company uh, to do something like that. So I feel like that's definitely going to be there. That's what it'll be. That would suck. That would suck. <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, Silent Hill 2 remake, I feel like I feel like that'll be there. Uh, there's a lot of rumors for a Metal Gear Solid 3 remake. I feel like that'll definitely be there. There's, there's a lot of rumors on that. Um, some sort of Konami partnership. Um, yeah, and, and yeah, I mean, there's a lot of first-party teams. Like, I wonder, Sucker Punch, it's been a long time for them. Maybe they have something there. Sony Bend, maybe. Um, trying to think who else might be there. Oh, uh, Fire Fire Sprite with, uh, you know, it's rumored that they took over this Twisted Metal project. There's a Twisted Metal TV show coming out. Yeah. Why the fuck not? I mean, and that seems perfect for, for live service. Um, I feel like if we want to dig even further of just... If we want to dig know, through the ditches... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, if we want to dig even further of stuff that might be there, like maybe like Bungie announces their new IP there. Um, oh, yeah. That's been rumored for a long time that they're making but, two different games. Um, yeah, yeah they have one in partnership with who? NetEase, mm-hmm. I think, 
right? Yeah, I think so. And then, yeah, I, I like, but they're both new IP, right? Yeah, they both are. Yep. Okay. So maybe I, I mean maybe it's a, a year or two too too early on that, but it's it's possible. Um, I mean, yeah, they announced Destiny a, a good bit ahead of time um, in ways, so also leaked through court documents, but yeah, man, what else could be there? I'm trying to think. Uh, I mean, that Team Ninja project they announced, uh, I think it was maybe last year, that Rise of the Ronin. I feel like that could be there. Um, it's been a while since we heard anything about that. We'll see more Armored Core 5. Yeah, I could see it. I could honestly see it. Like I, I, yeah. I just don't know what new things we're gonna see. Like existing things, I think we'll see all. We'll see some more Final Fantasy, probably. Hmm. Yeah. Do you think we'll see Final Fantasy sixteen or seven uh, rebirth? I think it's called uh, or both. Probably you know, both. Six, yeah. I mean, sixteen's close, but you know, this is a good chance there's gonna be a lot of people watching that maybe they throw something in there. I can see both, yeah, absolutely, because, I mean, they said winter on the Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, you know, is that winter this year or early next year? Maybe it gets pushed. Um, also, I'm going to throw this out there, I don't know. I mean, it showed up at previous Sony showcases. Kingdom Hearts 4? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> they no. announced it. They had Kingdom Hearts 3 at multiple shows. Maybe. <laughs> Illegal. No. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm with you, though. In terms of, like, new stuff, though, I feel like that's maybe the most exciting thing is what new stuff we might see because there's just so many things that are announced or rumored that I feel like probably will show up. But the new stuff's going to be really exciting to see. Yeah. Can't wait. It's. I mean, it's just, it's been so long. So. Yeah. Uh, all right. Continuing on with this first party news here, um, Jim Ryan has said that they're sticking with their strategy of uh, waiting two or three years to put their games out on PC. Uh, I don't, I don't think that's a good strategy, but you know, I think they should make those PC ports happen quicker. <laughs> um, to be honest. Um, because PC is just a huge market. I don't know why Jim Ryan would say this. Unless, like, he really thinks that people who are dedicated PC players... Like, if you if you are playing Sony's first-party games on PC, that probably means you don't own a PlayStation 5, or you're just, and you're probably not interested in owning a PlayStation 5. So Definitely. to have to wait for these games two to three years... I feel like the longer you wait, the less interested in the games you become as well. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, like, the less, the, like, I don't know, the conversation about it, like, whatever you want to call it, dies down. Um, and I feel like, yeah, it made sense that, you know, God of War, Horizon, all these games came out several years after, but that's when Sony was really starting a new initiative. Um, you know, I feel like maybe not day and date, I can see where they're coming from with that. They want to make PlayStation 5 the place to play these games. Then eventually it'll come to PC to, you know, promote something else or just to get additional revenue. But 
I also feel like with some of their live service games, I mean, it absolutely makes sense for them to come day and date to PC. Why not? Especially if it's a multiplayer-focused title. That just makes a lot of sense. Um, and certain things that I feel like would have made sense, like, say, Dreams coming to PC, they don't even do. So Sony's strategy with PC, like, I get it, but it's also just kind of kind of odd. Because I'm totally with you. Like, if you're playing those these games on PC, you're most likely not going to get a PS5. So there's not a lot of competition there. I feel like, it, you know, it's not it's not a bad thing for them to do a tighter window, a day and date, the PC, whatever. Um, yeah, I'm with you. It's weird. And, and there's certain games, too, I'm just shocked still aren't on PC yet. Like, Ghost of Tsushima is probably the biggest one mm-hmm. that I'm just shocked that they haven't uh, put that on PC. Maybe that's something they announce um, during the showcase. Also, all the rumored hardware stuff, too. I forgot to throw it out there. Maybe all oh, that yeah. will be revealed there you know a redesigned ps5 the disc drive the handheld who fucking knows it's a possibility but um yeah I, I don't know it's interesting but they also need to make sure that their pc ports are are good for the most part it seems like they have been but you don't want a fucking last of us part one <laughs> that that was bad just seeing some of those screenshots of that was just hilarious so, we don't want that either. We also don't want to be seeing uh, layoffs and studios being shut down, which is also a thing happening over at Sony. Um, got the... Uh, got Pixelopolis being shut down. They, they uh, made Concrete Genie. Um, and we've also got Deviation Games being hit with layoffs. Uh, it's just... Uh, <laughs> It's it's tough out there, and uh, I don't I don't know what else to say. Like fucking these layoffs suck. Shutting down studios suck. I don't think Concrete Genie was a bad game. Like it's it probably just didn't do what Sony needed it to do. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's, definitely. And I I feel like Pixel Opus was always kind of a weird team uh, for Sony. And apparently, I didn't I didn't really uh, know this about them that. They are a team, like, within Sony. So, like, they work at Sony's uh, main headquarters, basically. Mm -hmm. So, even though they're shutting this team down, apparently this team was pretty small. Maybe they're, you know, just going to be kind of relocated somewhere else within the company and still keep their their job. Um, But, yeah, still, I mean, I think, okay, Concrete Genie might not have set the world on fire, but it's still... It's one of those things that I feel like we've kind of lost with Sony of just maybe the the smaller, more unique titles um, that are really, really only Sony would make. And I feel like that's kind of lost uh, now because they just want big franchises, blockbusters, all that stuff. Things that they can turn into TV shows and movies and all that. And uh, so, yeah, we're losing a little bit of that. With the shutdown of Pixel Opus. Um, I also think it's weird that I don't think... Because I think this story actually came out before... A little bit before we recorded last time. But they... Like, Pixel Opus just announced it. And 
I don't think Sony has said anything about it, and I also feel like this whole thing went under the radar. Like, I know they're a small team, but <laughs> I just feel like no one really even reported on it. So, I don't know. Who knows? And, yeah, apparently they're, the game they were working on um, was in collaboration with Sony Pictures Animation. Who knows? Maybe that project just wasn't shaping up to be what it needed to be, or it would have taken too long, too much money to... Uh, to get it to where it needed to be, and they decided to pull the plug on this team. It's it's a shame, for sure. And then, yeah, the Deviation Games, I feel like that Deviation Games is a studio that Sony was kind of maybe eyeing up to purchase, um, a lot like some of these other partnerships where they announced the partnership and then eventually buy that team. Uh, but yeah, these this studio is apparently, and once again, Sony hasn't really said anything about this, but apparently... Uh, 90 people got laid off, which to me says their project is probably dead. I don't know. That's that's a lot. <laughs> like something had to have been, something really bad had to have happened there for Sony to come in and pull their funding and, and all that stuff. And then for them to lay off 90 people when they were apparently over 100 people at the time. Like something bad had to have happened there. That project's just not shaping up, which... Of course, it's a shame that people would be losing their jobs over this stuff, but yeah. I mean, this was a whole big thing when they announced this, too, and it was supposed to be, I think, of a, you know, one of Sony's live service titles, a multiplayer title. It, I don't know. Kind of wild. Yeah. Yeah, it's. it's <laughs> I don't know what to say, man. Like, this. It, it just fucking sucks. Like, I. I understand that um, for so, for some reason, like we, we've decided as a society, uh, not even as a society, but corporations have decided that um, it's so important that they don't take a loss that they're just going to lay off people in order to make the numbers right. <laughs> it it just sucks. Yeah, no, it it hundred percent does. Absolutely. Let's get the uh, let's get another piece of shitty news out of the way. Um, Brendan O'Brien, uh, the original voice of Crash Bandicoot, has passed away at the age of sixty. Um, I, fucking what? Like the voice? I mean, I know Crash Bandicoot's like the voice acting range is a little bit limited, but like it's iconic. Crash Bandicoot oh, yeah. is iconic. Um, this is sad, and, uh, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, his, just a little, this is an absolute bummer. I mean, just a little quips and stuff that Crash does, you know, his, I can't do it right now, my voice, just from being a little sickly is, you know, his, whoa, you know, like, the way Crash does it is just so iconic. There's no other character that does it that way. And uh yeah, this is this is a bummer. I mean, Crash is my childhood, dude, so this is uh this is a total bummer, uh, to me. Absolutely. Sixties way too young to go. Uh, yeah. Alright, let's let's get back on track here. Uh with um some business news here. The European Commission has contradicted the UK's uh, CMA. 
Um, and they have approved the deal uh, for the Activision Blizzard uh, acquisition. Um, and I also saw that uh, Chinese regulators have approved it as well. We didn't put that story in here, but uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, this is get this is getting messy. Certain uh, certain uh, regulators are cool with it. Other regulators aren't cool with it. I don't know what's making the difference here. It's yeah, it's it's just weird. Yeah, not. I mean, yeah. There's not a, a ton. I feel like we can add to what's already out there. But yeah, the. I mean, this was this is a huge win for Microsoft to get the EU uh, approved. Um, and what I, I what I found interesting in just reading through some of the stuff is it basically seems like the EU and the CMA came to the same conclusions even about cloud gaming, which is the whole reason why CMA blocked it. But. The EU saw it just a little bit differently. It was like, okay, what Microsoft is doing with some of these other deals they made will be fine. Um, it's not, uh, it's more for, I guess, the future. Like maybe right now, cloud gaming isn't huge, but in the future it might be. Um, so it, it's interesting that they came to basically the same conclusion, but um, just different thoughts uh, over how to deal with it. And how Microsoft is dealing with it, so yeah, it's a big win for for Microsoft for sure. And I, I just wonder if the FTC approves it in a couple months. Uh, I just wonder, and the CMA doesn't like, yeah, that gets messy. What happens then? You know, are those titles just not on Game Pass on in the UK? Like that sucks for uh, UK subscribers. Um, that's, that totally sucks for them. Um, so, I don't know. We'll see where this goes. But this story just keeps on going. Yeah. I I have no... Like, it's a coin flip for me now. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. I, I, I just really <laughs> yeah. don't. Right. Um, what I do know... Well, what I do uh, anticipate is... Uh, <laughs> This isn't going away, even this year. I feel like this is just going to drag and drag. Yeah, it could. I mean, depending definitely on how the CMA stuff turns out, and then also maybe what happens with the FTC. I mean, it could absolutely go into next year, I feel like. Uh, Speaking of acquisitions and mergers, this one did not make a lick of sense to me. Square Enix... Having sold all their Western studios, I remind you, are now considering creating new studios and acquiring existing ones. Make sense (laughs) of this for me. What the fuck? It is weird. I mean, the only thing I can think of, because they even shut down Luminous Productions, right? Yeah, they they absorbed that back into Square Enix. So even, what I was going to say is, like, I could see them maybe buying uh some japanese studios to keep that stuff going um or adding to what they can do but you know they obviously shut down one of their own teams there so i don't know this company is so so weird and i think creating new teams is awesome why not um you know create create new teams um if there's if you can do it i mean they create a new team in luminous that team didn't seem like it panned out the way they wanted it to, but maybe there's other ideas that they have that they can spin this out. But 
Yeah, I just find it odd. Yeah, that they... I feel like they shed the Western studios, especially after Marvel's Avengers, because it wasn't working the way they wanted it to. Um, although Square Enix's management of that maybe wasn't the best either. I, what a weird company when it comes to this stuff, man. I, I, I don't really understand Square Enix a lot of times. No, it, it doesn't make sense. Um, <laughs> like... <laughs> Any way you cut it, it just doesn't make sense. Um, much like their uh, very late charge into NFTs that they're having now. Yeah, like right. They're, they're getting into crypto after everyone has already decided that crypto is not cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Just weird. Just weird shit. Um, let's keep on the theme of... Uh, you know, just the the boring business stuff. You know, Sega. They are they're they're considering raising the price of their video games to seventy dollars. They're still they they have still not done that. Um, no games are still sixty dollars at the moment. Um, but they're looking to maybe uh, put that more in line with other other publishers, which makes sense. I mean, I <laughs> it's. I know it, it sucks for consumers, but like, if if you're Sega and everyone else is selling their games for seventy dollars, what you you kind of make yourselves look a little bit silly in a business sense. Um, mm hmm. Yeah. It. This is inevitable. I mean, it's going to happen for sure. I could see. You know, <laughs> to me, I think Sega owns Atlas. I think so. So, like, I could see Persona 6 being $70. And there's obviously probably going to be a lot of value in that game, seeing how the other games are. I could see Yakuza, I think, going for, for 70 bucks. Absolutely. Um, I'm surprised yeah. it, it didn't. <laughs> like, Yeah, definitely. I feel like there's enough game there that $70 would justify it to me. Um, Sonic... I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm sure they will. With $70 Sonic, just seems weird. Um, yeah, it's inevitable to me going to $70. I think it's just a frustration of not just Sega, but just really the industry in general of, like, say, uh, Jedi Fallen Survivor is a good example of, like, $70 game, and it launches in a very poor technical state. You know, that's just sucks because you're asking more from from the consumer and they're not really getting that in return so that's where some of the rub gets but i feel like that'll keep happening so it's inevitable that this will happen okay also inevitable is nicholas cage finding himself in a video game I just want to throw this in because it's called Nicholas Cage yeah. playing himself in Dead by Daylight. I love um, this. Yeah, this is great. Um, we need more Nicholas Cage in video games. Um, if this can be like his late career shift, I yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, I love that Nicholas Cage is just playing into all this stuff about him. I mean, it's it's fun. Why not? This is awesome. This is totally fucking awesome. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah. uh, 
What if I told you that uh, <laughs> Overwatch 2 that was advertised being like the PvE part of Overwatch 2 was the selling point at one point, right? Right? Now, yeah. now that PvE mode is not happening. <laughs> the selling point of Overwatch 2 is now not happening, and now it just seems like it was... Uh, to me, it seems like a scam. It seems like a scam, because you're just playing multiplayer again. Yeah. With yeah. a lot of the same heroes. Literally the whole reason I feel like for this game to exist, to make an Overwatch 2, is for this campaign mode that they were going to do. Uh, this story mode that they're not even doing at all now. And what the fuck? People played it. If I remember right, back in like 2019 or something, like people played it. And here we are in 2023 and now they're just axing it. Like, I don't know, something must have went wrong there or they couldn't figure it out but it still sucks ass like basically you're you're playing just a, a big update to to the first game and i feel like they are lucky that they made the decision to make overwatch 2 free to play could yeah. you imagine if they were charging 60 70 dollars for this game and then they Dude, decide not to do this fucking blood in the streets oh 100 percent. i mean they're still kind of getting torn apart by about this decision and it, it totally sucks. I was holding out for it in a way. Like I played Overwatch 2, it was fine, it was fun, but I just couldn't really get into it. Um I really didn't like the battle pass and how fucking grindy it was. Um and which is a theme of Activision Blizzard. That's yeah, the oh yeah. That's definitely. The theme of definitely. All their fucking battle passes. Yeah. Definitely. And so I kind of just said no, but I'll come back to it when they launch that stuff and now they're not even doing that. It's just I don't know. It's just stupid. They they should have just kept Overwatch as Overwatch and just had Overwatch 2 literally just be like a massive update, a massive like relaunch in a way. Cuz even some of the like maps are exactly the same. Yes, a lot of them are very good maps, but they're exactly the same. Maybe they're fucking daytime instead of nighttime now. Like you know, it's not like they even changed that much about some of these things. It's just, it's a total bummer. This whole thing's a total bummer. And, and I think it also sucks, too, because Overwatch has so many cool characters that, like, exploring those characters more in a video game, not in some fucking animation they put on their YouTube channel or some shit, like, in the game, you know, Getting to know these characters more would have been so cool. Like they, they just—I don't know. I just feel like there, there's a lot of potential there that they are not getting at, um, and that's, it's that's a total bummer, total bummer. Yeah. Apparently, they are doing some sort of like story co-op stuff, which they did in the first game, and those were fine. They just got super repetitive, but yeah, it's just not what. What they said they were going to do, so no, it's not sucks. It's it wasn't the promise that we were made. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, all right. Speaking of making promises, EA has is is going to pay college football players to use their likeness in their new college football game, which I think is only right. Like if you're going to use their faces, pay them. Yeah. 
that's basically the, the whole reason why I threw this in there. Like, I think this is kind of the reason why this franchise got killed years and years ago in the first place. And here it is back, and obviously some rules have changed with that stuff. And good for the players, man. I mean, I... I am one that I just cannot believe that these players don't get paid something for some of these teams that are just making millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars through not only people coming to the games, but advertisements and TV deals and all this stuff. And they're putting the players' faces on fucking billboards and commercials and buses and all this stuff, and they don't get anything. Like, that sucks. And so, fuck it. Yeah, if these players get paid, if they want to be in this game... You know, I think good on them. That's that's cool. I think it'll only make the game cool too, and you know, obviously more realistic in a way. So, yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, all right, let's go over to Ubisoft here. <laughs> Stop me if you heard this before, but Ubisoft is uh is is going to rely on Assassin's Creed to make them money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, when I saw this story, I just shook my head. And even as a fan of Assassin's Creed, I'm just like, God damn it. Like, here they had Assassin's Creed when they launched it in 2007. They made a game year after year after year. And some of those were still fucking awesome. And But, you know, people got tired of it. They kind of drove it into the ground, took some time off, came back made new games they put them out way too big way too quickly they were way too big and now they're like let's do more of it and like i get apparently it's still you know sells well i think they were i forget maybe it's this article but i saw a different article where like valhalla has like the highest player count of any assassin's creed ever right now um so obviously people are still playing these games i get them wanting to go in on it more but i just think there's a lot of risk there of obviously putting all your eggs in one basket running this franchise into the ground again they just gotta find ways to keep it fresh and yeah so we'll see but yeah apparently they want to increase assassin's creed development by 40 percent. and what they're going to do is move a lot of people that are working for them right now onto assassin's creed um and because they're also struggling financially and I just yeah, Ubisoft just seems a little lost right now. We've talked about that a lot. So yeah, go ahead. The real question is, what does this mean for Beyond Beyond Good and Evil Two? <laughs> Not happening. <laughs> Not happening. No way. Uh, <laughs> no way. Um, what does this mean for Watchdog is Watchdogs dead? Hmm. I'm going to say no, but I don't think Legion did as well as they wanted it to. But I'm going to say no. I feel like I feel like there's still something there that they could they could do. Yeah, what I'm trying to like figure out is Ubisoft just Far Cry and Assassin's Creed and Just Dance. Are those the three things they do now? Is is that all? It seems like it. Them? It seems like it, but even Just Dance is starting to fade. Like they said in their recent earnings that Just Dance underperformed. Um, so I feel like that's starting to go away from them. And it, yeah, it feels like uh, uh, Assassin's Creed 
Far Cry, and I guess you could say Rainbow Six Siege still yeah, is doing well. Yeah, I guess well. so. Yes. Yeah. So but like that, but that seems Tom Clancy it. stuff like hasn't really hit like right. Breakpoint right. was a dud. Um, the yep. Fucking Rainbow Six Extraction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't fucking yeah. pan out. Uh. It, yeah. I don't. I feel like the division kind of has fallen off too. I feel like there's not a lot of talk about that. No, even though they are developing a new like free to play game in division. I don't know. What a weird company. Maybe some of this will be clarified at Summer Games Fest. <laughs> yeah, and Ubisoft. I think they're doing a Ubisoft Ford or whatever the fuck they call them in June. So yeah, I'm sure we'll learn more, but. Yeah, I think they just got to be careful with it, with Assassin's Creed. You know who isn't careful? That voice actor who uh, apparently has leaked the release uh, date, or at least the release window of Alan Wake 2. Um, Matthew Peretta uh, has said Alan Wake 2 is coming out in October, which was not announced. Um these actors are media trained, right? They they know that they're not supposed to say this stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. And then they, I don't know, just let it slip. I feel like it happens all the time with uh, with actors, voice actors. <laughs> it's it's funny. I mean, I think when they revealed Alan Wake two, they said twenty twenty three, so that's not a surprise. But yeah, obviously October. You know, we we didn't know that, and. Um, Maybe this is another game that shows up is at Sony's show. Who knows? Could be at Jeff's. Jeff Keeley's Summer Game Fest. Yeah. But um, I feel like we got to see this game soon. Good, though, that it seems like it might not be delayed. So there you go. Yeah. Which is good, because as soon as uh, Remedy gets this out, they can work on a sequel to Control. Yes. <laughs> Which is what, what I, I really want. want. I don't really give a shit about Alan Wake 2. I just want them to follow up on Control. Same. Totally. Totally agree. Um, we do have some other release dates uh, confirmed. or yeah, I, I will say confirmed. Um, Lords of the Fallen coming in October. Uh, October... What day is that? What day is that? What day is that? 13th. 13th. Um, yeah. Now, the one thing I'll say to this, you know, this isn't my type of game, but I would highly recommend people check this trailer out. This game is running on Unreal Engine 5, which I feel like is one of the first games that is coming out on Unreal Engine 5, and it is absolutely fucking stunning to look at visually. Oh. I I was just blown away by the visuals of this thing, so that's really exciting. So, yeah, check out that trailer for sure. So, not your type of game, meaning uh, you don't like uh, good games? Basically, I'm, I'm just a, I'm a big old baby bitch. You're, you're you know? a baby bitch who can't do uh, this kind of combat. All right. Yeah, I'm just a, I'm just a baby bitch. Okay. Well, thankfully uh, for, to, to, for you, uh, Tears of the Kingdom is not that hard. Yeah. I'll, I'll be able to get through that. Definitely. All right, we got a weird one coming next. Mortal Kombat 12 has been announced as Mortal Kombat 1. Yeah. Are they allowed to do this? I <laughs> guess so. September 19th. Uh, 
the other piece of information here, but Mortal Kombat 1. <laughs> yeah, so this is, I think, the third reboot of Mortal Kombat. So yeah, just Mortal Kombat 1. Why not? What, are we going to get fucking Mortal Kombat 2 and 3 games that they already made, you know, before? Or, or, not, or titled, I should say. You know, in a couple of years, like, I don't know. They're, they're pulling the, um, the Call of Duty you know, yes. Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, and Modern Warfare 2, and we, we just get that over and over and over again. Um, I don't know. It seemed like, I didn't play it, but Mortal Kombat 11, they kind of ended things, I guess. Yeah, it like sounded they like set up, they set up a reboot with their story. And right. So, I mean, it makes sense, I guess, that they're doing this. Just Yeah, it's just kind of wild. But, yeah, announced September 19th, like, that's not that far away. That's wow. that's exciting. Yeah, I I am excited for this. Uh, I'm not sure. Did you see the inside the NBA bit? I did not. Uh, yeah, Shaq requested an edit of uh, one of the trailers where uh, he cut off Charles Barkley's head. Oh my god! <laughs> it was that's very car- it was it was like basically just a, a cropped photo of his head. It wasn't actually like graphic or anything, but like that's it was hilarious. very funny. Oh my god, I love watching those too. They're so yeah. goofy. Uh, Shaq evading lawyers, though. I'm not sure if you're aware of that. No, I'm not. He got wrapped up in the uh, FTX scandal. Oh. Uh, with uh, all that crypto shit. Yeah. And he's been, yes, he has been evading lawyers. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh I, I think it would be very funny if Chuck, live on Inside the NBA, served him his papers. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it would happen, honestly. Yeah. That's like the best halftime post-game show, whatever, fuck, in any sports, I feel like. Yeah. It's so off the rails and goofy. It's it's the best. Yeah. Are you team fill up your gas uh, halfway? Sure. Why not? <laughs> oh god. Yeah, they have some funny bits there. Um Yeah. Last couple of stories here. First you you just have to talk about um Telltale's expanse. Yeah, I'm not like, super is... interested in in this, but it launches July episode one launches July twenty seventh. This is mostly I just want to get out there. Telltale's coming back and we're gonna see see how it turns out. You know, they haven't launched anything since they came back. This is it. A new episode every two weeks is how they're going to do it. So, still trying that episodic format, but it seems like the game is probably done and they're going to try piecing it out a little differently, which which seems smart. So, we'll see how that turns out. I think yeah, I mean, it's, this it's says so, a lot for The Wolf Among Us, too, I guess, so... It's yeah, probably important to remind everybody that even though this is, is the studio is called Telltale, all the developers at Telltale got laid off before this oh, yeah. group bought Telltale. And I'm not, I haven't kept track if they've like just rehired everybody, but I I, I kind of doubt that they rehired everybody. Um, yeah, it's, I don't know, right. right. So it it might not be the Telltale that you know. Is, is the warning I'll put out there. Yes. Uh, 
And, uh, oh shit, I didn't even... So I actually saw a story on Twitter that we didn't get an article for. Um, Deck Nine, uh, the creators of what Life is Strange True Colors, mm-hmm. they, they were uh, they had a bunch of layoffs as well. So mm-hmm. my condolences that to sucks. them. Um, that super fucking sucks. They they made yeah. <laughs> some fantastic games in the Life is Strange uh, franchise. So yeah, that sucks. Uh, lastly, we have the numbers for April. Um, headline says overall game spending has dropped 5%. Um, but we have the top 20 games from Circana. That never oh. gets, that's not going to get better. It, no. it just isn't. No. Um, <laughs> I'll get us started here, um, from number 20. We have Super Mario 3D World 19 Madden NFL 23, 18 Pokemon Scarlet Violet, 17 The Last of Us Part 1, 16 New Super Mario Brothers, 15 Advance Wars 1 Plus 2 Reboot Camp, 14 Final Fantasy 1 through 6 Bundle, 13 Minecraft 12 Elden Ring, and at number 11 is Minecraft Legends. Number 10, Mario Kart 8, 9, FIFA 23, 8, Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection, 7 PGA Tour... I guess 2024, I don't know. Uh, six, Hogwarts Legacy. Five, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Four, Resident Evil 4 Remake. Three, MLB The Show 23. Number two, Dead Island 2. And number one, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. A little bit, I am personally a little bit surprised that Dead Island 2 has done as well as it has. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, good for them. Definitely. That game seems totally fine. And uh, I, I'm just surprised it turned out that well, but yeah, it's good. Good it did, and it yeah, seems having, like it's selling well too. Having been kind of a joke for so many years, it's it's kind of uh, it's kind of refreshing to see it turned out well. Yeah, definitely. I think it's cool too to see this Mega Man Battle Network collection be so high up, uh, and see Final Fantasy One to Six on there as well, just showing that. There's definitely a fan base for for that style of game in those franchises. So I wonder if that sends a good message to either of those publishers. Um, what yeah. makes me a little bit displeased is seeing Mario Kart 8 so high because it just means that it just delays the the next Mario Kart by that much more. I know. Like I especially, feel like Mario Kart 8 feels like it's the last Mario Kart. <laughs> I know, and especially with uh, this their DLC packs where they're just adding an insane amount of courses to the game. I'm like, they should what is the incentive? Just call it Mario Kart. Yeah. <laughs> if, if they Why were not? going to do this, they should have just called it Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's... I I would totally go for a new Mario Kart, but... If it keeps selling like this, why? Why make one? Yeah. I'm still very good at Mario Kart, I'll have you know. Oh, I'm yeah, still me too. A fucking demon on the track. Oh, yeah, me too. Oh, I'll fuck anyone up on Mario Kart. Speaking of demons <laughs> fucking up the track, we didn't have an F1 race this weekend because it flooded. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you see the pictures? Yes. Uh, oh, my I God. I'm glad they did not move forward with that race. <laughs> yeah, def- they they 100% made the right decision. I mean, that was 
some of the pictures I saw too, like you couldn't even see the track like at all. And it seemed like the water was several feet up on the tire of a 18, like a 18 wheeler. Yes. The tractor trailer. I was like, Oh my God. Like, yeah, just feel bad for everyone in that, that region. Just that's nuts. I think what did I read that the amount of rainfall they got was like half of the average rainfall per year, but they got it in 36 hours. That's insane. Holy fuck. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's sad. Sad, but yeah, they definitely made the right call. Yeah, the right call both for like the race and just like the safety of people getting to the race as well. Yeah. So. Definitely. I I find it funny though. I think this is 3 years in a row now where F1's like this is a record-breaking calendar year, guys. 23 races, 24 races, and it always ends up being 22. It's like a curse and it's like it's like the world is trying to tell F1 that they shouldn't do more than 22 races. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they should do less. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. It does uh, kind of, in terms of, like, of course, they made the right decision, but I feel like this season just kind of, at least in the beginning, and I feel it's about to really get rolling now that they're out to do the European races. But I feel like it has like no momentum. No. It was like the first three races, there was one every two weeks, then there was a massive gap, then we got back to back races, now another one's cancelled, then the next race is Monaco, which sure qualifying is usually cool, but it yeah, it's not really a race, it's just a spectacle and it's so it's another street track and it's like we've basically raced on street tracks this whole season except for one, the opening race. So it's just a weird evolution of the calendar and its momentum. And I'm glad that after Monaco, we're going to be on actual racetracks for a while. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what to think, man. F1's kind of been like, it's definitely been a weird one and one that like, I I don't know. I'm not saying, like, I'm completely disinterested in F1 at this point, but I'm definitely not nearly uh, as up for the races as I was in previous years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can understand that. Okay. Well, with that, I mean, you've got IndyCar coming up, so. Oh, yeah. Is the Indy race happening right now, the road race? No, that, that, happened, that happened last weekend, I think. Oh, that was last weekend. Shit. Mm-hmm. This weekend was qualifying, right? Yes. Uh, have they? Yeah. Did they do all the qualifying yesterday, or is there some today? Um, I think there is some today. Actually, Are they the qualifying for the Indy Five Hundred is actually very complicated and kind of intense. Um, yeah. I fe- I think yesterday was the full field qualifying. Then they do like a last chance qualifying for teams trying to get in. Then they do a top 12 shootout. Then they do a top 6 shootout for pole. <laughs> it's, I think that's all of it. I might I might even be missing a, another session. Like it's, And they have like, I forget, like 8 or 10 practices for the Indy 500. Like be, before this weekend and after this weekend. I mean, it's, it's intense. But yeah. yeah, that's coming up. I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> 
I think that's going to do it for the show this week, though. Uh, I, we need to get back to playing our video games. I, I anticipate some uh, Fortnite happening later today. Oh, uh, yeah. We're going we're gonna to blast those children into oblivion. That's, that's what I like to imagine I'm doing when I yes. play Fortnite. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll be back next week. Uh, talk a little bit about some of these video games, and maybe we'll have some exciting stuff to share from the PlayStation Showcase. Um, I hope so, then, man. You know, do all those good things. Rate and review us. Share us with your friends. All that good stuff. It every little bit helps. Uh, until next week, be good to each other. Play your video games and titties.